this is the suckiest thing in the history of the suckiest ballsy shit balls. <laughs> Welcome to Science at the Movies, a podcast that looks at the role of science in some of our best loved and most hated movies. I'm Frida. I'm Abby, and this week's movie is Happy Death Day to You. To you. If you haven't watched this movie, please watch it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> when, when Every time somebody asks me, oh, what are you, because rec- I go, oh, I'm doing a recording tonight or tomorrow or whatever. Um, what are you recording? I said, Happy Death Day to you. The sequel to Happy Death Day, and I just got it <laughs> every single time. <laughs> and someone was like, "Is there a, a number two instead of the word two? I was like, "Yep." Yeah. <laughs> what about it? <laughs> yeah, have you got us. something to say? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I'll take no shit here. Okay, <laughs> I'm not ashamed. <laughs> if they haven't watched it and enjoyed it, then that's on them. Well, we'll see if Frida enjoyed it in a second. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you would like to say before we begin? Um, no, just that because because we because we um, got a little bit of a time mix up. I'm already at the bottom of my drink. Yeah, so we're starting off on that foot. Because Abby thought say. the clocks had changed, and they did not. Yeah, but I also didn't double check what you said. That's yeah. the level of reliance I have on you. Yeah. <laughs> I do. No, please don't. Please don't believe everything I say. Sometimes it's everything. Lying. <laughs> All good. Um, one, I one, do. One. I do want to say because mm-hmm. I personally <laughs> such a weird way to start it. Sorry. I do want to say because I think that we should acknowledge when scientists are being awesome scientists. That hmm. I did not know that the thing that you were going through was writing a fucking book chapter, which is a big ass motherfucking deal in science, uh, an intense thing to do. And congratulations. You're an expert. Thank you. Yes, I did. I did submit it and now it's accepted. But I mean, it was, it, to be, I'll be honest, I was like, should I talk about this? And I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about it. I mean, it was the book chapter, but also I think a lot of people coming out of the horribleness of the last year I don't know like my mental health was sort of like uh, not great and the book chapter kind of put me a little bit over the edge so I did the responsible thing and took a break um and now I've now I'm back and I started rock climbing and I started keeping a diary to write down my thoughts and I was actually I got a little bit drunk so I was like (laughs) I don't know if I want to talk about this but I'm happy I am I'm just going to be honest and yeah And then it's funny because when I talk to people, because I'm going out a lot more, that's another thing, trying to go out, socialize. And I talk to people and I hear how many people are having such a rough time. Yeah. I mean, people are really, I mean, there's a lot of pain people going, going through and, um, you know, take, take a break, take care of yourself and thank you for your congratulations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I just think it's like, it's important uh, for everyone, firstly, uh, mm-hmm. to to take as you said to just follow follow what you just said and follow your their, your advice. Follow follow what Doctor Woodger is advising has prescribed. Has prescribed. <laughs> prescribed Doctor Woodger. It turns out indoor rock climbing is like the sport for science people. 
because uh, I've yeah. met two science teachers already. I know loads of loads of people, loads of scientists. I know rock climbing. Hmm. Uh, uh, unfortunately, rock climbs. Oh yeah. you talk yes. To. Oh, we talked about that actually. That's so funny. She rock climbs. So, um, it's a great. Yeah, sport. well, you know, unfortunately for those of us still in the UK, woo, we're yeah. We just we won't we won't we won't get into that. We'll just yeah yeah. You can't yeah. touch dirty walls. Yeah. Um, okay, so the thing that we need to do before we get into the movie is follow through on our toasts. Is it Canada? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's Ireland. Canada. Stop it with Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it's you stop Irish it time. Oh, and it's a good week for that, isn't it? Well, it not is. when we release the episode. I know oh. we're we're trying to not uh-huh. date the episodes by talking about what's going on in our lives sh- at that sh- moment in time, that. but that doesn't really fucking happen so just uh, you know it was St. Patrick's Day this week so woo. <laughs> Paddy not Patty let's get things clear um, so Frida yeah to you and all my fellow Irish out there may your glass be ever full may the roof over your head be always strong and may you be in heaven half an hour before the devil knows you're dead Slauncher <laughs> oh, what was that last one? Slauncher Slauncher Slauncher. Do you not know that that's that Slauncher's the Irish Cheers? No, but I've seen the movie Before the Devil Knows You're Dead. Oh, okay. That well, is a good movie. Well, the whole famous thing about Irish people is Slauncher. Cheers. Oh. Slauncher. Didn't know. All right, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Slauncher. I'd never heard that before. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> <laughs> So we, will I go into this movie? Yep. Alrighty. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to do... Oh, hold on. Okay, I'm just going to do like a super brief summary. Because I don't feel like this movie needs that much explanation. <laughs> Tree is back. But don't worry, because this time it's Ryan's time loop. And Babyface Killer is out to get him. Same story, different perspective. Or is it? We learn pretty quickly that the weird blackouts for movie one are being caused by some rogue students who appear to have set up a quantum mechanics lab in a break room. This slasher movie is about to get scienced. Pretty quickly into the movie, Tree and Carter help Ryan catch his killer and gasp, it's Ryan from the future. Ryan and Ryan get into it. And before we can find out what happened, how did Ryan manage to travel back? Why is he trying to kill himself? So many questions. A malfunction knocks Tree back into her death loop. Here we go again. But while this may be the same day, we soon find out this ain't the same dimension. Laurie isn't the killer. Danielle is dating Carter, ew. And oh sad, mom is still alive. Tree has to quickly learn all about quantum mechanics and algorithms of some sort to help this Ryan fix the sissy machine thing. Uh, But should she stay or should she go? Ultimately, even though mom is alive, Tree realises this isn't her place to be and she must go back. So off she goes to the right way up universe. And just as the credits roll and we're all moving on with our lives, DARPA rocks up. Sissy is alive and well, and we're all ready for movie number three. Happy Death Day to us. To Tree. That's what it, Happy Death Day Tree. That's what it will be called. 
<laughs> no, it's it's already it's yeah, it's it's a real thing. It's a happy death day to us. <laughs> it's been titled. Oh, really? It has. Yeah. <laughs> Not happy death day tree. No, sorry. <laughs> oh. oh my god, I just got it. <laughs> Thank you. And you're Irish. <laughs> Dirty tree in a turd. I'm so sorry, all Irish people out there that I just did that. Uh, okay oh my god stop all right okay first things first Frida (laughs) what did you think okay I just want to say that I missed the mid-credit scene (gasps) because I was done and I was like thank god (laughs) and I turned it off and then when I was like watching you know some review videos they were referencing the mid-credit scene and I was like what (laughs) it's not even an end credit scene it's a mid-credit scene. You turned so, it off that quickly. I turned it off that quickly. <laughs> I thought so about this. I honest to God thought about this. And I was like, what if when I go to do this, I was like, I bet you anything Frida hasn't seen the credit scene. <laughs> Eventually I did watch it. I did. And you know what? It's like kind of key. Mm. It's kind of important. Well. A little bit. It yeah. just brings up some questions about like the like it as a technology, which we'll talk about later, um, and all that kind of thing. But yeah, what did you, what did what did you think about it as compared? We can we're doing comparisons as compared yeah. with the first one. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people really love it. When I hear reviews, people are like, oh, "It's so stupid." Can't wait. Like, it's so yeah. stupid. But I, what I enjoy is that, like, it is unexpected. I enjoyed that it was like we started out with someone else's loop. So then you just thought, oh, we're just going to see the same thing. And then it was like, oh, wait, no, what? Who is mm. this guy? And then you go back to Tree and you think, oh, well, it's just going to be Tree's loop again. And it's like, wait, no, it's a different dimension. Like, what? <laughs> I thought it was Yeah, that, that stuff was cute. The Ryan bit, like, Ryan was a good character. And the tree dimension was like the thing with her mom and the sort of emotional, key emotional parts of the film were good. I think for me where I was like, hell no, was just these extended chasing, killing with the fucking teacher. That guy is so unappealing. And the (laughs) wife and the chasing and the thing. And I was like, I'm not doing this again. I did this for an hour and a half. I'm not doing this again. I think that was the point where I was like, I'm not doing this. (laughs) I'm sorry that I made you do it. <laughs> See, there was, it was good. There was good stuff, though. There was there was good well, stuff. Yeah, because we're gonna get into it in a while. But like, obviously, like for me, the um, first moment that Ryan walks through the door that says "Quantum Mechanics Lab," I was just like, "Oh hell, <laughs> here we are! Here we are!" I know <laughs> this movie. That's kind of made me chuckle as well. <laughs> I know. So on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Right, just to, so before we get into the themes and stuff, are there any extra scene, any extra, sorry, I wrote down the word extra, so now I had to say the word extra. Any, any bits <laughs> that I love? Extra, yeah. Were there any particular scenes that, um, that you were really into or any bits or, yeah? Yeah, there were some good bits and actually just going on what that, that scene or like just the, her waking up. I really love when, when she wakes up and she goes, what dimension am I in? And he's like, what? <laughs> and she goes, Danielle. And he's like, my girlfriend she goes bleh (laughs) 
that was so funny. Little, such little bits. Yeah. And then um, I really loved when they're all flying out with the malfunction and the music is, you know, their, their flower duet, that oh, opera yes. song playing. I thought that was kind of fantastic. Yeah. They were like, that was such a good bit. And I feel like, it wasn't, it didn't, like, it was kind of creative. I really, really loved it. I feel like the rest of the movie compared to, like, that. Um, and what yeah. else did I love? Oh, my God, Danielle mistaking Helen Keller <laughs> for <laughs> Anne Frank. <laughs> she was great. Did you know Anne Frank was deaf and blind? <laughs> I have actually a worse bit, though. But oh. what, do you have any rest bits before well, I tell you my worst I bit? Well, I thought that um, <clears throat> two things. The the death montage <laughs> that she goes oh, on. Suicide. Where they're like, why do you have to wait for the killer to get you? Can you not just do it yourself? And she's like, oh. <laughs> and I just love the moment where she jumps out of the plane. <laughs> uh, that was very funny. That's I really so enjoyed funny. that one. And I then like that um, one too. The, I really, I have like mixed feelings on this one, but... <laughs> Danielle being the blind French girl <laughs> going to get the keys. Like when it started, I was just like, oh God, this is just one of those classic scenes. But I genuinely laughed so much the whole way through. <laughs> I thought it was uh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was like something out of Gossip Girl. It really was. Like I couldn't just see Blair Waldorf doing that. But you could see that. it being hammed up as well. Like it was never a kind of like overly serious thing. It was so ridiculous. No, the whole so ridiculous. thing was so ridiculous that it was just hilarious. Acting, bad acting. Yeah, but like, and then to yeah. the extreme of like, what, practically breaking his nose and there's the blood everywhere and the things falling down. I don't know. I thought it was oh great. Oh my gosh. She yeah. walked in with a beret. Come on. <laughs> I know that she decides randomly she's going to be French. I mean, <laughs> Why are you French? Yeah. What was the worst bit? Go on. When Simar was saying, was basically saying that if we go through all the algorithms, um, uh, you know, everything we learned and he starts erasing, gets erased. <laughs> I just, and when he did that, I want to throw my computer at the TV. How dare you? It was so bad. It was just terrible. It's like, do we really need this visual explanation of erasing? Why? Like? And also, like, that he's rubbing out. Although the, I saw above that it said um, a little note on the whiteboard. It said, um, stop eating my food. Yeah. Something no. like that. <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, that's my worst bit. Excellent. I don't know that I, I don't know what my worst Well. <laughs> I have things to say when we get to the science. So maybe my worst bit will come out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's fine. Right. So will we just get on into the... Let's get into the themes of the movie. Themes. <clears throat> right. Theme-wise. Um, I don't even know what to say. It's a slasher movie with a sci-fi twist. You know, movie one is the classic girl with a tragic past finds boy who breaks down her walls. And then in this movie, we've moved past the loop being spiritually connected to tree. And instead we have dilemma story. She can bring back something she lost or lose something that she found. And I don't really think there's anything else going on. No. Yeah, the last, last movie, there was a lot of um, personal growth. And that was pretty much central. And this one, uh, there were some interesting ideas, but I don't think there was like a through line. Yeah. I don't think there was. 
I think it's just the fact that they they knew when they were making movie one. I think they already knew they were going to be making movie two. So, right. as far as I'm aware, the story was already written. So it was always going to lead to the... That's why you have all the little... It's not like they tried to explain it away with like, oh, this is what caused the blackouts. It was they already knew what was causing it in when they made movie one. Yeah. It's my yeah. understanding. But... Yes. Well, since we don't have a lot to say on the themes, <laughs> should we just do tropes? We just do tropes. Yeah, yeah, let's do tropes. All right, Frida, what's your trope of the week? Well, I had a little mini one, which was like, you just mentioned the little failure montage, the fucking failure montage, you know, with the music in the background oh, yeah. and then they're like failing and then failing again and making faces and just going, fuck my life. And like, <laughs> oh, it's a bit so tropey. But my main trope, oh, when you're with someone for one day in a movie and suddenly you're in a dilemma. I mean, it's been one day. Well, actually, even even from the first movie, like they didn't even develop their relationship at all because they knew each other for one day. She just realized she liked him. Yeah. I just want to remind you that they weren't dating for 16 days. It was one day. She knew so that's him. Just, she knew him. For 16 days. So he, she was like, I fell in love with you and realized you're great. They didn't build anything up. Okay, so just he's just known her really for some total of about eight hours. <laughs> yeah, and then they're in love so much so that she's in a dilemma, and it kind of reminds me of like filmy, like the happily ever after film trope, yeah, which is already bullshit. And then we're basically seeing the sequel to that, and then the ridiculousness of that trope of like happily ever after the end of the first movie, like is so dumb, <laughs> makes no sense. And they kind of switched around. She didn't go back for him. She went back because she realized she'd be like a stranger. So they kind of saved it. But that was my trope. It's silly. Like, do you not believe in soulmates, Frida? No way. (laughs) (laughs) But it crossed dimensions. Did you not realize that? Uh, oh yeah. Well, they're meant to be together in every dimension. Oh, stop it! I'm gonna shrivel up and die. Stop. All right. Okay. What was your trope? I I also had to. I also had a mini one, <clears throat> mini one and a big one. Oh, cool. My mini one is the honorary it fired by itself. Little throwback to uh, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Ah. <laughs> oh. Fired by in itself. The middle we of don't the know night. what happened. Um. And then my main one is the dumb guy in charge. And I know you want to talk about him in a while. We will talk about him in a while. So I won't get into it too much now. But let's just say the Dean. Just the fact that the fact that he is responsible for everything and can make all these decisions and do everything, but is clearly not, Mm. has no idea of what is actually going on or how to do any of the stuff. I don't know and how to talk to about shenanigans. No, it is. You're yeah. right. It is. A, it is a trope. And it reminds me a lot of for, if anyone's Australian listening to this, there was a show that we all watched called Ship to Shore growing up about a bunch of teenagers that live like on some fishing town or near a lighthouse. And they're like, hey, the cop in town, his name was Hermes and Darkus. And there was always this <laughs> shenanigans where Hermes and Darkus was chasing the kids. And he was always like bumbling and like rude. And they were like, you know, get him and laughing at him. And, and it, it is really, really tropey. All right. Well, 
I'm going to not, yeah, because we're going to bring up the Dean again in a while, so I'm just going to leave him there for the moment. We'll park, we'll park um, Bitterman <laughs> for a minute. And we, so yeah, we're just, we're getting into it. Yep. <laughs> no. I mean, it is the reason for our existence, the science section. Before we start, I need to say that this movie killed me. Like, as in, I'm tree, but I'm dead dead. Like, Frida. I don't know if you understand. I don't know if you are actually know this. Do you want to know why this movie killed me? Why? Because this is my field. My Hello. entire scientific purpose is to slow down atoms by using lasers to make them cold. <laughs> yes. We got one. I wrote down every scientific comment and explanation and then I want to say that I made my whole research group so there was a zoom meeting of the ultra cold quantum matter research group at Oxford that was all about discussing happy death day to you because I made them watch the scene I asked if anyone could explain the movie to me uh spoiler they could not. The movie is bonkers. There's nothing in this that makes sense. But it was super great group chat. It was super bonding and it was so much fun. So Frida, before we get into the science, there's definitely some just mad crap. I don't even know how to introduce it, how to even go there. But just inconsistencies, straight up crazy shit. There's some bullshit lines it's just a bit mad so let's have a little rant about everything before we actually get too serious mm. uh, well i have i have a couple of inconsistencies that i wrote down it's just firstly okay well so <laughs> ryan traveled from another dimension physically or you said he time traveled so he's oh, physically I traveled thought it was him from the future i didn't even think it might have been him from oh from the future he physically traveled and then there's two Ryans, uh, but Tree travels from another dimension. How can he be from the... Okay. <laughs> Tree travels to another dimension, appears to replace her old self. But yeah, like what happened to Ryan? That whole storyline. That whole storyline was like evaporated into thin air. It, it started yeah. off and then gone. No, they didn't talk about it. Where did the other Ryan go when they all came back? Either he was there because he traveled or he wasn't. And then he just disappeared and they left it. Okay, so that's just a, what happened to Ryan. And there's two Ryans and yet not two trees. But like, I'll get stuck into that later. <laughs> but also, here's a little one. She gets electrocuted and she's smoking. Right? Okay. But when she's blown up to bits, she's not smoking. When she's blown up to smithereens, when she shoots the gas can, oh, the yeah. tank. Yes. Oh yeah. She nothing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She gets electrocuted. I was like, how? What are she's smoking. Oh, you're like, she's I forgot smoking. when she wakes up in the morning. Yeah, the electrocution. Yeah, she wakes hair. up. There's no no injury. So the whole thing about the injuries, they're so inconsistent. Like that, she gets blown up sometimes. Sometimes she falls, and like the level of her injury is just like completely arbitrary. Is she? Well, and again, we'll talk. You know what? I'll save it for later. But those were the two I was like trying to get them on some inconsistencies. But now you said to me that Ryan came from the future. I'm dead, basically. So 
Well, I thought that that's just... what they said, and now I'm like questioning it because I'm like, where? But I had that. It was like, where did Ryan come from? Why is where, he here? Why are they where together? Where did he come what? from? Where did he go? Where, where did he go? Yeah, where exactly? Where did he go at the end? And are they time traveling? So it's a time machine. <laughs> I guess they're slowing down. Time is traveling. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Moving, moving on. My favorite line is the one at the end where they try to explain what happened. <laughs> they say, It acted like a slingshot. When she jumped back into this dimension, the vacuum created by the centripetal force closed the loop. <laughs> I can't even say it. The pat. Okay, come on. The power was so strong that she bolted into another dimension and then it went and closed the loop. It's actually kind of, it's like, I feel like it's a Looney Tunes thing. Like when she says that, I think of Bugs Bunny, like, or I think of Roadrunner or like the coyote using a slingshot to like go catch the Roadrunner. That's like in my head. But yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> come on oh, bottom let's serious let's be serious now come on it's... all right okay my poor science brain <laughs> just hurts hurts my science parts it hurts yes oh god it hurts the science parts so bad um <laughs> so because it's hurting your science parts do you want some real science 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 <laughs> right. i sure do <clears throat> All right, let's do this. <laughs> just gonna knock myself into it. I can do this. Snap out okay. of it. Let's let's do a brief little um right. Science science science. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. Guys, it's okay. We can do this. We can do this. It's it's totally cool. Right. Scientists. Let's start there. Let's start with these undergrads grad students master's student i don't know who are they what are they what is this what are they it feels like ryan was kind of the boss and they were yeah. his research assistants like in my head but they were all clearly kids <laughs> so i don't think it's just a thesis project so i guess they're in you know they're undergrad or honors yeah. but yeah it seemed like it was his project and they were just like helping him or Maybe he is actually much older than we think. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, yeah. Those kids. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about the kids? I loved the girl. I just loved She was so yes. teeny. And just like, I just really liked her. Because she was little and because she doesn't look like anyone on movies ever. Oh. Any female yeah. scientist has ever been depicted as a female scientist in the movie. Like, she was like unlike anything I've seen before as a female scientist. She just yeah. was so cute. And I believed her a lot, actually. Oh, she had some great lines as well. Like, she's great, like, just comments and stuff that she would make to the other guys where it was just kind of like, she's clearly smart and she's funny and she's just like, she's you know, she's cute, not though. there as, like, just kind of fodder. No, no, yeah. Her and Samar were like, they were like lab partners. Yeah. You know, quit quick-witted and and very funny and very cute and honestly so real real yeah i think i think they're real i know i felt like that about them as well absolutely they reminded me of like just people i was at university with it's like i think it's yeah totes totes what what i didn't feel was real (laughs) was 
just everything that happened. Um, the, the dean, <laughs> like, I'm oh, sorry. That, Hang on, can I just break? Like, as we as we move into, because I want, I just want to talk. Oh, sorry, guys, I'm really. I was very prepared for this episode, but now that we're talking about it and and the more ridiculous it is, the the harder it is for me to actually get my words out. Um, What I felt was that the Dean, I just, what I didn't understand was like, it's a thesis project and you have the only teacher at the entire university who happens to be the Dean busting in, banging on about it being an abject failure and we're looking for results that lead to patents. Yeah. What? That was that was the bit that I was like, his is his maximum honors. Maximum. Yeah. And he's telling him that at this university we look at projects that lead to patents. You what? That, that's not what no. This no. No. That's not You're like, wrong. I can't even use my words to yeah, explain yeah, this. Yeah. It's so insane. That was re- that was insane and ridiculous. And he's like, "Don't shut me down." Like, he's a kid. Also, it's not like, and also, where's his group leader? Like, yeah, don't they have a group a leader? Yeah. Why? Why is they just in this thing? What are they doing there? Why is there no single senior person there overseeing this situation? Who would get the flack? Not like the kid. Yeah. Unless I'm saying maybe Ryan has like a disease or like he looks much younger than he actually is. <laughs> <laughs> and also lives in the really? dorms with other kids. No, yeah. Just joking. <laughs> it was dumb. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say about scientists? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Moving swiftly along. Right. Environment. Environment. Uh, this lab. This lab, I say. Um, has a kitchen. See that? It has a kitchen in it. Like everything did, was in did, the lab. Did you see it had it a kitchen? Like, I didn't see it had a kitchen. So it was like a, all. It was like a studio lab. It was. It was like. Uh, and then the the couches. And the couches. And the, and the oh, random desk. And the board games, which I actually loved. I loved that they were playing Settlers of Catan. I just want to say. That's that's realness right there, settlers of Catan. But yeah, the fact that they had the lab in the same space as the kitchen and the den where they were all hanging out. Nope. Yeah, wires everywhere. Nope. No, I mean to be fair, there's wires everywhere. Wires, and wires everywhere. Well, like, yeah, that's fine. But like, just yeah, like you said, there's there's zero shielding. There's just no sense whatsoever happening in this entire environment. It drove me crazy. But yeah. I do like what you said about the the thing on the whiteboard, though. I thought I thought you were going to come at me with like a bunch of whiteboard stuff because that's your jam in movies. The one thing <laughs> that I did spot on it that I thought I was like, this is real, is the one where it said, um, fellow lab mates, please clean up after yourselves. Yeah. Because that's real. That's <laughs> so real. Yeah. Yeah. Labs are not like uh, the labs. You have to firstly. uh doesn't matter. I mean, like you have to follow a lot of protocol when you're in there, safety yeah. protocol, and you can't just like run in, you can't run out, and maybe you can't even have other people in there that aren't authorized, and you would have to have special access. Like I could list yeah. a million things that this doesn't make any sense, but like yeah, door locking uh, systems, door, like you said, yeah. the lights to to warn so that you can't like if the lights on, you can't enter the room. It's, Glasses, goggles. Yeah. Oh my god, just safety goggles. PPE, PPE. It's the first thing you do you walk in and it's like laser safety training (laughs) 
But it's cool. Ridiculous. They were using proton lasers, Brie. That's fine. It's fine. It's a special kind. All right. Well, we just... Oh, my God. Okay, let's do this. Let's do it. Sissy. Let's do it. Science? Oh, Sissy. Oh, it looked like an art project. So... <laughs> it, look, it looked like an art... It looked like an art project that was, like, about science. <laughs> it's really funny you say that, right? Because... Okay. The... I... Sissy. <laughs> Sorry. I'm really struggling. First of all, who was Sisyphus? Okay. Did you, did well, you put yeah, this in your notes? Oh uh, Yeah, we'll talk about Sisyphus in a bit. Um, <laughs> there appears to be a few different scientific concepts all rolled into one super not real thing in Sissy. First up, we've got a bit of plasma physics relating to nuclear fusion. Then there's some pseudoscience going on in like a cold fusion idea. They've wrapped it up in some form of quantum physics and laser cooling of atoms as a way to say that they're slowing down time, Frida, on a molecular level. On a molecular level. <laughs> Bingo. But then they <laughs> accidentally made a loop instead and managed to send one human into a par- parallel universe. Whoops. So in terms of visuals, I was like, oh, it looks kind of like an inertial confinement system used to create nuclear reactions. Cool, right? But if you didn't realize already, there's a few issues with the science in this movie and it's all about to go downhill, just like Sissy's Rock. (laughs) The main issue with this movie is what they say Sissy is, what they say Sissy is doing and how any of it is happening at all, because it's all fucking madness. (laughs) Okay. So you ready for this? You ready for this? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sisyphus quantum cooling reactor reactor as in generating a reaction from the oxford english dictionary definition an apparatus or structure in which fissile material can be made to undergo a controlled self-sustaining nuclear reaction with a consequent release of energy now do you know what this doesn't describe frida what doesn't cause Uh, nuclear reactions uh lasers uh sisyphus quantum cooling oh okay because yes this is a real thing oh right i'm not gonna go too deep don't worry but um i am just gonna very quickly explain quantum mechanics jokes nobody understands (laughs) quantum mechanics (laughs) okay all right i'm really nervous about this because i can't fuck it up so if i do fuck it up i apologize to my supervisors and to the people that award me my thingies my Don't PhD worry. in the future. Hopefully, I'll still get it after I do this. <laughs> okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> Basically, laser cooling is a very real area of research. Um, if we think of atoms moving around as being part of a system, the velocity distribution of the atoms is basically the temperature of the system. So reducing the average velocity reduces the temperature of the system and you end up with what we call cold atoms. How do we do this? Well, atoms can absorb and emit photons, which can generate a pushing force, but they can only do so according to specific transition states of the atom, and these equate to specific frequencies of light. By using a coherent stream of photons, a laser, we can encourage absorption of a specific frequency of light so that the laser appears to exert a force on the atom, slowing it down. Now, what's really cool is that you can use systems of lasers to trap atoms. 
and they get trapped because of what we call the Doppler shift. Let's talk about waves for a second with a classic example time, the Doppler effect. And what we may have all heard before is the sound from an ambulance. Well, if we're still and an ambulance is stationary, the sound doesn't change. We hear the frequency of the waves the same. But when the ambulance starts to move, the frequency changes. The distance between us and the source is changing, so we get more of the waves as the ambulance moves towards us, a higher frequency, and less Mm -hmm. as it moves away, a lower frequency. Well, the same thing happens with light waves, but this time, when the frequency changes, the light observed by the atom changes. It gets shifted along the visible spectrum. So, say you set up a laser that emits green light, and you have an atom that absorbs blue light, If they're both stationary, nothing will happen. But we know our atoms aren't stationary. They have a velocity. So, as the atom moves towards the light source, the frequency it sees from the laser is shifted. The atom sees the light at a higher frequency, more in line with the blue light it likes to absorb. This Doppler shift means that if you surround the atoms with light beams on each axis, you can effectively trap them in what's known, it's normally referred to like as an optical molasses. Basically, as the atom moves towards a light source, the Doppler shift changes the frequency of the observed light and the atom absorbs photons, receiving a push in the other direction. It may then move towards an opposite light source where the same thing will happen. The observed Mm, frequency changes... The atom absorbs, receives a push and moves again in a different direction. So they're effectively held at this intersection point as like a cloud of cold atoms moving through a syrup. So that's why it's called optical molasses. Now, the limit to how cold you can get your system using these methods is the Doppler limit. And in order to reach sub-Doppler temperatures such as 1 nanokelvin, which is what they say in the movie, you Mm. need other methods or techniques. And one mechanism that has been used to achieve sub-Doppler temperatures in the optical molasses technique is something called the Sisyphus mechanism. It's a real thing. (laughs) It's real. And it's also really complicated, so I don't think I'm going to bother trying to explain it. (laughs) But I will say it is Sisyphus quantum cooling? Sisyphus cooling. I don't know why they're saying quantum. Quantum is because when we cool down to those temperatures, that's when you can kind of see the quantum effects. Right. So like that, I think that's why they're using quantum in there, but it's not referred to as Sisyphus quantum cooling. It's referred to as Sisyphus cooling. Um, uh, It's named after like this Greek, this mythology in mythology, this figure in Greek mythology. They're the words and that's the order they go in. Uh, this guy was called Sisyphus and he was doomed to roll a rock up a hill for eternity and every time he'd almost reached the top the rock would roll back down to the bottom and he'd have to start again but why do we want to do this do you know why we want to cool atoms down Frida Uh, to observe them Uh, uh, to condense them Uh, oh yes see because mainly it is for experiments in quantum physics and as you're picking up on if anyone listened to our special episode about spectral, when we talked Bose-Einstein condensate with David Garrick, you might have figured out that in order to create a quantum gas, we have to laser cool the atoms to near absolute temperatures. So if you want to make um, little bits of ghost-like Bose-Einstein condensate that will kill everyone, you just need to cool them. Cool some atoms. Amazing. 
And it, it, yeah, uh, that's not true. Please go back and listen to that episode if you think what I just said was true. It was really good. It was, <laughs> yeah. but but that was really good. I I never really understood the laser cooling trap, like I just did when I heard you say that. Yeah. <laughs> That was really good. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Thank you. So other things that we can do is like, the thing is cold atoms have many applications in fundamental physics research and especially using quantum optics and sensing. And that's because of when we get them down to these temperatures and we can observe like things like superposition and entanglement and like manipulate these uh, behaviors. And things like my own project is a collaborative effort to create a matter wave interferometer for use as a detector, because we can use things like this to explore gravitational waves and ultralight dark matter, which is super cool. Pun mm-hmm. is intended. So <laughs> that is laser cooling. Laser Thank cooling, you, Abby. Laser cooling being a technique for reducing the variance and the velocity of a system of atoms, slowing them down slowing down atoms but for some reason sissy project is attempting to slow down time and i cannot for the life of me find the connection between slowing down an atom and slowing down time frida do you have any thoughts on this no It's just, Good I love job. that you're like, it's it's just slow it down so that we can do these very specific things. And then as you're saying that in my head, I was like, that's not what the movie is saying it does. Yeah. No. Because well, that's the thing. I was trying to figure it out. And then I was driving myself a little bit crazy with it because I was like, Jesus, what are they talking? And then the only thing I could think about was time dilation, right? And then I was like, but if we go into time dilation, that's an observer in relative motion with respect to a clock. And then... The observer will see the clock is slowing down. And then I was like, should I be trying to figure this out and try to explain it? And then I thought, there's a movie coming up in the future that has a lot of time dilation in it. So we'll just forget oh. all about it and come back to that topic later. Oh, can I, am I allowed to know what it is? Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> well done. So for okay, now... Cool. What we will just say about this movie is that laser cooling is a real scientific area of research, but I cannot explain how they managed to combine a laser cooling system into a reactor Mm -hmm. that is then capable of slowing down time. And I also cannot explain how this contraption managed to create the sci-fi gold that is a time loop. Yeah, I I just, I I don't know what I think. I just have some questions. I just have questions about the time loop. (laughs) Okay. My main question is, when the day ends, what happens to everyone else? That's my question. Do they just... Okay. Do they continue on without her? Okay, I'm serious. Mm. So every time it resets, this is the question. Is it spawning another reality where she can continue along the time loop? And in that reality, everybody continues on. And I'm like, oh, no. She's obviously traveling well she's traveling back because she's obviously aware and she has the memories right right so she's traveling back it's not like she's it's spawning a new dimension because then like it would be a new tree i don't know yeah But, but i'm saying so 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 
she's literally going somewhere, obviously, because mm. she's got memories, right? Yeah. So then are they continuing on in that timeline? And it's and then she's spawning maybe from there, like she creates a new timeline. Yeah. Or maybe everything is being destroyed. It all Everything gets destroyed and then like regenerated anew from the, the previous day. Right. Except she doesn't get destroyed. <laughs> she stays. So then, then here's my question. If she's staying... And everybody else is either it's spawning a new timeline or a new dimension or everything's being destroyed and regenerating. Except her, she's traveling. <laughs> Why only a little bit of her injuries, like a random little bit and not the full extent of her injuries? Like if she's literally experiencing it and then she has the memories of it. Okay? Yeah. And then, and then here's the big question. Like if we're spawning a new reality every time, which I can't think of another way to do it. Like, yeah. So that continues on. She goes back and then makes a new reality because she changes things each time. Right? Right. Yeah. Why isn't there already a tree? So she's the origin of all the realities. So like she's the only, it basically, I think of it like a tree. Yeah. <laughs> like a tree. <laughs> so the bottom of the tree, the trunk where it starts to branch out is the point that the time loop comes back. Mm. Before the time loop starts, the universe has one universe and then every single time it branches off into a new one when she's like traveling each one. So there's only one tree. It goes on without her or it's it, or it like does it go on without her and she goes back or. So then I had to go, I had to do some research and figure out the answer. <laughs> I did a bit of research and there's a Rick and Morty episode called the Vat of Acid. Vat. There's a, there's a Rick and Morty episode called the Vat of Acid episode. I just I did important research because they have a similar thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. They have a similar thing where, where Morty can do like a bookmark in time and always go back to the bookmark and relive the moment again. If like he did something bad, he can go back to the beginning of where he put his little bookmark, right. pause, like go back to the pause and then relive the same thing. And he thinks he's just doing do-overs and like no consequences, right? And things are turning out really, really good for him and everything. But then he finds out that actually he's just traveling to a different, like there's already all these universes. They already all exist, all these other dimensions, parallel dimensions. Every time he resets, he thinks he's traveling back in time, but he's actually traveling to the other dimension and causes the death of the Morty that's in uh. that dimension and takes his place. So it's like they all already exist. He's just moving to another one, taking the place of the old Morty. So what I think might be happening here, it's similar here, I, because that's the textbook I looked up and I read. I think that the day it's when it resets, it, with her death, I think it kills the tree in the other dimension and puts her there. Right. That's 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 what I'm going with. Except here's the question, which is like, why is everything identical in each one? If it was a parallel dimension, it wouldn't repeat. And then my final question is: Is life a TV show? <laughs> I think Frida has some feels on the time loop. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know. But it's a life of TV show. So, you you rewind okay. and play it back again. All right, I don't okay. know. I'm just that. That's that's where I yeah. end with that. Okay. First, I don't. First things first, Rick and Morty, because I wrote it down because you <laughs> and your on the cob story. My on the cob. Oh yeah, it's all I could think about. On Everything's the cob, on the on cob. The it's all on the cob. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> so I just think it's hilarious. I was waiting for you to bring up Rick and Morty. um right so yeah this this is very confusing 
what I found interesting is about what you just said there. I, for some reason, have written down somewhere that it's her consciousness that's been sent, not her physical being. So I assumed that Tree's consciousness from this other dimension swapped with the unconscious Tree in the normal dimension. You know, they all get blasted by the machine and they all pass out. And then when they wake up, um, she's back in her dimension. I assumed it was her consciousness. And what we're missing is that the story from our dimension where that tree wakes up and her mom's dead and Carter's her boyfriend. (laughs) She's like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Um, And that in this loop then, but then that doesn't explain why if, if we take her physical being out of it and take it that, yeah, as you said, like with with each death, it spawns a new reality that continues on. And she travels back in this loop um if it's just her consciousness that travels back in the loop then why does she have any physical injuries yeah because they haven't happened yeah. yet so if if somebody is dying who is dying and who lives that's the question yeah why are you being why are the injuries coming is it some kind of spiritual yeah. thing like maybe it's the act of the time travel itself and the stress on the body of all the the power moving through dimensions right. which causes stress and there's only so much that you can handle before you eventually succumb to yeah uh, 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 uh. maybe the traveling at the moment of death means that the the full extent of the injuries at that moment don't actually take hold oh because it's like uh it's so the what's action the point of of her dying so and then the... the her being sent back so i don't know the maybe they back? have not at death oh do you know maybe, what it is maybe it's brain no, death I know exactly. it's not like actual death wait <laughs> one second because i know what it is um you know what it is yeah basically what they've just failed to let us know is that what's What's locked into the sissy mechanism is also an omega-13. Yeah. (laughs) What they failed to add in. (laughs) That's uh, for those of you that have not watched Galaxy Quest, just go watch it. (laughs) I think it was all a dream. Well, I want to I want to keep talking about this, but I want to just do the little bit about the parallel universe um, and the multiverse kind of thing. Yeah. Do a little explainer on that first and then come back into this conversation again. So. This is most definitely going to. Yeah. So like I wrote it down that her consciousness had been kicked into another universe, but. Oh, now we're discussing this. I'm not going to get into too much detail on this. And it's not because I'm scared of the physics. It's definitely because I'm scared of the physics. <laughs> okay. But the idea of parallel universes, like it's, it's going to come up again in the future. Like, come on. Like, this is a very, very, very science, science movie trope thing. So yeah. I'm sure we'll meet it again. So let's, I'll just do like a little introductory overview here. Starting with the well-established idea in science fiction, um, of the multiverse so the basic idea is that all universes are composed of the same fundamental particles but there are a finite number of ways that these particles can be arranged 
And if space-time is infinite, then this arrangement of particles will start repeating itself, resulting in universes that are entirely different with different laws of physics, as well as universes that are almost identical to ours. Now, the thing with the multiverse is that there's a few different theories. So you could have infinite universes if space-time is flat. There could be bubble universes that are forming at different points in space-time with totally different laws of physics. There's the idea of the mathematical universes with each one having a different mathematical structure. And then there's one that I am really into and I'd love for us to have a little chat about it in a minute, which is the daughter universes, because this is the one that comes from quantum mechanics uh, where we're dealing with probabilities. So the idea that we determine the occurrence of event by measuring the probability and the highest value is the event that took place. However, this suggests that there's a probability of every event taking place. Um, so there may be different universes where each of these possible outcomes has played out. Mm-hmm. And then we enter the realm of this movie with the classic garden variety parallel universe, which is the idea that if we take it that space time is flat and we accept that there are an infinite number of universes and we agree that there is a finite number of ways that particles can be arranged then we have to come to the conclusion that events are repeated along this infinite sprawl of universes. And in some cases, the configurations will be wildly different. But in others, it stands to reason that there may be only one difference. Like, maybe everything is exactly the same, but we just don't have coffee. (laughs) Discuss. (laughs) Um, So I I was listening, I was like doing, trying to wrap my head around multiverse and the way that I had it explained is like the the physical constants that we know to be true, that like another angle on that is that those, like there are, why is it so? Like why we have those constants and well, maybe it's because every other option was other universes, every option until the accident happened that we had all the correct constants the fundamental constants that were needed in order for our universe to unfold. Yes. And therefore, like there's all these other universes with other uh, values for the constants yeah. or other variables, fundamental variables, where they have a c- completely different arrangements. And then that means that if you get put into another dimension, you could be put into another dimension where the rules of physics are completely different. Yeah. You, you might not survive it. Yeah. If, if 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 we believe in a multiverse, it means the laws are completely different. The laws of physical but, laws that no, govern but, things. But that's the point: is that some of the universes will have completely different physical laws, but there are infinite possibilities, which means that some of the universes will be exactly like Similar. ours, but just slightly different. Like, but this one in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Are you com- comforted by the thought of many universes? or Well, I kind of, I'm into it. I think I kind of feel the vibe of the daughter universe. Mm. I think that's my, my, my kind of, well, because I, I think that idea, just that quantum mechanics idea of with each possible path. And if you take the other path, but I think the problem is, is when we talk about parallel universes, we allow ourselves to think about it in terms of our consciousness or decisions, choices. Right. That, yes. Yeah. And I even said that before, like the choices she makes, it's not about that. No. It's, it's about the physical universe yeah. rearranging itself in order to so it, explore every possibility. Exactly. So in my mind, like the idea of the daughter universe kind of says to me that there 
is a probability that in our universe, um, two organisms, two single-celled organisms had a symbiotic relationship, created mitochondria and allowed for life to grow. And there's a probability that there's another universe out there where that did not happen. Not yeah. by choice, but because that path was not taken in all the arrangements of the particles and the interactions that happen in mm. our... Yeah, so there'll be some universes that d don't support life and some yeah. that do. And then in understanding in that, there's some as well where they every path was taken exactly the same up until a certain point where maybe one path was taken slightly differently. So... I, I don't know what how to kind of describe what I would assume the outcome of that would be. But, you know, it's it's kind of like if everything continued to happen all the way up until we actually. Like, mm -hmm. I would guess that there would be somewhere you would say, well, the probability of our sun igniting the way that it did and that didn't happen. Right. But then. Or maybe we're all still trees. Yeah. But maybe Why, we what's all. What's with me and trees? <laughs> But maybe we all exist and everything's on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. What do you feel? What's your kind of parallel universe, multiverse vibe? Do you believe in the multiverse? Do you think it's a thing? I don't have a belief system about it. Okay. Raph actually asked me. He was he asked me my opinion <laughs> on the multiverse out of the blue, out of the fucking blue. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like to think about these things. Okay. <laughs> I find it, I don't know if I feel more comforted by the randomness of things. I think I feel comforted by the randomness of things in general. Like I find that kind of comforting because then you're like, well, I'm so lucky to be here and I've got like 85 years and I'm so lucky to have them and like, yeah. cool. So I like that. Right. Right, so the randomness of the universe is being here and it could have not been here. But even if there were a multiverse, like, it doesn't mean anything to me because I'm still here. I can't go there. Yeah. doesn't mean anything. And also what you said about, like, it's not like, it's not about, oh, in this universe, I made a different decision. I'm a better person. That's very, <laughs> yeah, it's very, like, egocentrical. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's like that. I think it's less emotional than all of that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I find all this stuff to be um I don't I don't know. It's confusing because you, your brain starts to jump around with yeah. different perspectives of largeness it's, and smallness and it's like how do I live my life now? Like what's yeah. the perspective of on on me in the universe and it's the correct perspective that I should have in order to live a meaningful <laughs> life for fuck's sake. Just yeah, I don't know. Just, just, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you do. You kind of start to go to kind of like trying to explain it, trying to understand it, trying to figure out. And it's like the reality is we don't know. Like in general, we, don't we just don't know. There. There's these proposals and these ideas. And the thing is, is that I I feel like I understand enough to be able to say, there's no point in dismissing it and saying that's bonkers. It's like mm. we can't we can't say that because we don't have enough information. But if it was the case, I think maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just because I've got like a little mini love for quantum mechanics that I'm into the daughter universe thing. It explains a lot but, though. It, yeah. it really explains why we're here though. I, I have to, it's just like, it makes a lot of sense that we're here because we're one of many, many, many possibilities. Yeah. And that's why it worked out so well. It wasn't just like a random accident. Yeah. It was 
one option out of many options and many other forms exist. I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What, what it makes me feel, I'm unsure. Yeah. <laughs> well, then we should let it go and um, close off. Yeah. Close off. Shall we close off the science section of Happy Death Day to you? Yeah, totally. <laughs> How do you feel about it now? How do you feel about Sissy now? I'm so fascinated that Sisyphus quantum cooling is a real thing is that what it was yeah. did i get that right yeah that's cool that's what i nearly die like as soon as he said sisyphus i was like what what just happened they used a real word i'm confused good for them yeah it was cool but definitely the the um the interpretation of everything was just batshit it's like but no, it's also funny because the the double the meaning behind the the name Sisyphus is not something they came up with. It's something somebody else came up yeah. with, and everyone's busy giving them credit for it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> right. So there's only one thing uh, left for us to do before we move into our um, end moments, and it is we have brought back the return of our acronym challenge Woohoo! i feel like i need to just briefly explain for anyone who hasn't because the last time we did this was in honey i shrunk the kids and this is all spawned from frida's obsession with uh, medical acronyms for trials and studies where they use a lot of words and then pick out really random letters from any point in the words to create whatever from a word yeah to create whatever acronym they feel like using or they pick the acronym at the start and then they try to make words fit it. <laughs> Which I think That's a backronym. Backronym. I backronym. think they backronym it. I backronymed uh, mine, yeah. just so you know. Oh, did you? Yeah. I did. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, I, I went full me- medical style, just taking la- random letters out of thin air. I, got <laughs> I did it too. Yay. Okay. I think I'm going to, I think we should um, put these, put them on Instagram so people can actually see what we're talking about. So okay. if I could remember to do that, I will do that. Right. Give me your acronym, please. Mine is sequence. So it's S-I-Q-I-N-C. Sequence <laughs> from S-I from Sisyphus, from quantum, in from cooling, <laughs> and from reactor. And I decided not to use the hard C, I use the soft C. So ah. <laughs> sequence. Well done. Well done. Give me yours. I went the way that you went in um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and I gave it a new name. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> so I knew it would swap. <laughs> my, uh, so the acronym is Deep Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Deep Cool stands for Death loop generator with applied alternate universe attachment for investigation into the tolerance levels of sorority girls <laughs> one more time one more time one more time sorry again i need to listen Go. death okay death loop generator with applied alternate universe attachment for investigation into the tolerance levels of sorority girls <gasps> what I got the DE and I'm like, where's that EEP? And then there's a with and then I, why okay. sorority girls is an S. DE from death, E okay. from generator, P from applied, that's deep. And then C from attachment, O from tolerance, 
O from sorority and L from girls for cool. Deep cool. <laughs> I love that you use deep cool, by the way. Yeah. That is, do you know what deep cool will actually be? It'll be the technology using artificial intelligence yes. applied to laser cooling. Yeah. You know where You oh, know I, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, are you proud of me? I, I was like, I really made, I really went for it with this acronym. I wanted you to be proud of me. You were balls to walls, and it's funny because <laughs> I, I, our mockery, <laughs> our, our mockery of medical acronyms is had just has just hit fever pitch with what you just did. <laughs> it's so funny. We are hilarious. Give us a medal. <laughs> we want the awards. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of hilarity. Brina. What the what the what the fuck? Okay. Brina, what's your what the fuck moment? I just have one, but I just want to say before that, what I was going to do for what the fuck was when she kills the guy with a screwdriver and she goes, you're screwed. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but my, my what the fuck? Is her suicide bit when she drinks caustic soda. Oh, God, yeah. It's fucking disgusting. And that would be... That is a horrendously painful way to die. <laughs> right, why was she killing herself in all these really painful ways? It's it's an, it's an a way that some people do kill themselves, but it's supposed to be... Firstly, it might not work, but also it's like it might just damage you. Yeah. For life. Oh, oh God, did God. you hear that car speeding by? Ugh. Oh, definitely woman behind that wheel. What? Oh, what was your? Is it, can you hear it? No. Can you hear it? No. Uh, someone revving their engine outside. Um. What was your what the fuck? Oh my god. My what the fuck ultimately spans two movies. We go from movie one to movie two, because the okay. same thing occurs. Why are there never any fucking people in this hospital? Yes. Nowhere. I like, actually. Nowhere. I, yes. Just yeah, keeps walking like down his empty whole... cart. See, the dude. What? The doctor is like, I'm going to murder my freaking um, bit on the side in the hospital that I work in with my wife there too. And we're going to commit this murder in the middle of the corridor in this hospital that I work in. <laughs> right by the door. And that where, lady, which like, is like, call 911. Oh, did she get dead? Isn't that the door she where get... the... um. Oh no, I was thinking like emergency were coming through that door. They weren't. But then just suddenly everyone turns up with stretchers when they're like, oh, you know, they've been shot. Then yeah. suddenly there's other people that work there. It's like, what, yeah. what is and happening? And they're in the MRI. They're, yeah, oh like, yeah, the MRI definitely. Having this, massive <laughs> having this massive showdown in the middle of his hospital with, and also every time, you know, there's so many like, they pick up these weapons and they're always like really heavy objects yeah. that are just lying around for everyone to hit up and kill people with, to pick up and kill people with. There's loads of them. Yeah. Loads. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That was mine anyway. Like there's so much that is already like <laughs> I'm drained from the just the hilarity of this movie. But like that one for me was, come on, man. Well, on. that's it. Yay. Good job. Final verdicts. Okay. Um, number one uh so yeah again just until yeah just until people get used to it i'll just do a quick little um so the questions so did the movie pass the sam's test and this is the new test that we are using to replace a, like an updated version of the bechdel so number one is there more than one female character yes 
Yes. Do they have dialogue mm-hmm. that is not focused on a man? Yes. Oh, yeah. Danielle and Tree kind of have a conversation with Danielle. It's like, you're ignoring me. You're not like, okay. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't necessarily worry too much about whether they have dialogue with each other all that much. They're, they're having she's a got fight her about whole, their friendship. Yeah, she's got her whole thing with her mom. There's the her and Danielle. Oh, the There's mom. her and Laurie oh, yeah. have their stuff. <clears throat> then you yeah, have yeah, yeah. Um, the the science nerd girl who we love, whose name Although I can't the remember. Like, isn't about a boy. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> no, yes, yes. Or that I'm very actually a little bit on the fence. Boy trouble. <laughs> um, okay. Do bit, could yeah. the role be played by a man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, sorority girl. Yeah, frat boy. Okay. You um, say so. Do you not think? Do you not think it could, they could do the same thing with frat boys? I don't know. There's a lot of female bitchiness happening, like female yeah. style. Like yeah, it would play happening. out slightly differently. I don't think men. But, yeah, I don't think they, they would ever do put men in those positions, like fighting over a woman. Like oh, oh yeah. maybe. Well, <laughs> men have yeah. been drooling over women. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> Okay, uh, last one. Is the Fair female maybe. character there in her own right? Does she have her own story? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think most of the female characters do, actually. Okay. So, yeah. Like, Danielle's might, got her own stuff pass. going on. Yeah, Danielle. She's not a girlfriend until the second movie. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. do you think. Oh, no, th- but they're fighting over. There's a lot of fighting over this dumb doctor man. I'm really yeah, on the fence. That one annoys me. It I'm is really very. It is and, very... and the second one, the, the male relationship is like central to her whole arc of like, oh God, this guy might be the one. Well, it's Better more, it's back. the dilemma because it's the, the male relationship, but it's like the future of, you know, something new and the, you know, but with her mm. mom. Um, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. I'm not entirely sure how, how I feel about it. I'm like, really on the fence. Surface, surface wise, I feel like it just scrapes a pass just because tree. Mm-hmm is a great character she's the lead she's character, character. Um, she grows the, the science girl oh, I feel really bad that I can't remember her fucking name Dre the science girl name's Dre Dre oh sorry thank and, you yeah um, so yeah Dre Dre is, is cool yeah I really yeah, like the, her and I'll say that there's a lot of good female characters but they still have a ways to go in not making boys central to so much of yeah. their conflict true um, <laughs> did it pass here comes the science <laughs> It didn't. And you know what? I was happier when things appeared to me magical. <laughs> Are you upset? That, have I ruined it? If it's, it's nice. It's a good old... No, not oh. you. It's a good old, like, the movie tries to explain everything and yeah. then it ruins things. Like, it just goes back to that idea. Right. I mean, sometimes it's explain nothing. Explain nothing and allow us to imagine. Yeah. Project, if you will. What's your final verdict? I feel like this is going to be... How many how many sissies do you give it? It's actually really hard because I kind of love how sciencey it is, as even though it's a lot of rubbish. Mm. I kind of love that there's all these like sciencey people and science characters, and they make Ryan like the the star at the beginning. I kind of like I don't want to punish it too much because, um, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Still. So I don't want to give it as low as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <gasps> I'll wow. give it... Oh, oh, maybe I'll give it lower. I don't know. I'm torn. Uh, you go first. You go first. I, I've split it. I'm giving it one for the science and four for the lols. 
Oh, okay. I don't want to split. I'm going to, if the science, I'll give it one and a half. And I'm going to, I liked, the science was dumb, but I loved their emphasis on science. Yeah. I just like the emphasis on science. Like, it's still cool to (laughs) even just have that be a plot and to introduce all these cool ideas, even though it just makes zero sense. I appreciate it. And I like, yeah and the the thing is i appreciate as well like it's hard to it's hard to make a movie where you try to like so many movies use the same kind of themes all the time and it's really hard to make a movie where you try to use like a quantum mechanics theme because people don't understand quantum mechanics people who work and learn and live their Mm. everyday lives dealing with quantum mechanics don't understand quantum mechanics like it's really difficult concepts our brains aren't evolved to understand it right and it's like it's just, I really appreciate the fact, though, that they did bring this different aspect to it of kind of like it wasn't mm. just like they tried to give it a an explanation and it was batshit, but still fun. Uh, yeah. I Yeah, I think I might just start averaging my scores. I'll give it a science score and whether I enjoyed the movie or not. But like I had so much fun with it, but it Good. is done now and we did it. And I've been waiting since last October to do it. So <laughs> I'm really happy that we've done it. <laughs> But that means that next week, or like rather in two weeks' time, we get a new episode. And it's Frida's choice. And it's the good science movie choice. So I'm very excited. Okay, so we've had Silly, and it's time for a good movie with good science. And it's a movie I've never seen. I really wanted to see. I heard it's really good. It's animated, and it's Big Hero 6. Doing my silly work. Have you sorry. seen it? I it's been on my list forever for this podcast. Oh really? Uh, it's been on my list for ages too. I did my um I did my literature review on soft robotics in my bachelor's, hey. and my presentation final scene shot screen was Big Hero Six because I was like, Ayo. check out this okay. squidgy fucker. Sorry. So we'll talk soft robotics. <laughs> I'm assuming. And some other fun topics. I'm really excited. Awesome. Okay, cool. Thank you. Next week is episode two of our Philip K. Dick miniseries, Nothing is Real Except the Sheep. And we'll be talking about the Minority Report. If you would like to join us in two weeks' time, please do. And give us a rating if you have the time. Subscribe to the podcast. Also, just get in contact with us if you want to talk to us. We are on scienceatthemovies at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram, scienceatthemovies. Movies. (laughs) She's sorry, my hype man's getting involved. (laughs) Okay, thank you. Bye. Bye. Is that it? You know, just in the background, like science movies. <laughs> I don't know why I never did that yeah. before. <laughs>